All right. We have survived another week of college football. I'm your host, Ted Flint. Welcome back to Landlocks, a Cyclone Fanatic gambling podcast. And we are always sponsored by Wild Rose Casino out of Clinton, Emmitsburg, and Jefferson. You need to check this out. If you're listening to this on Thursday, you need to head to Clinton tonight. They're doing a championship dinner. And then me and like Andrew Downs, Trent Condon, and Ken Miller, Todd Rummel Camp, and Matt, and uh, one other person whose name I can forget are going to be hanging out in the sports book tomorrow, tonight. So head to Clinton. Let's have some drinks. Let's get a little wild. Let's make some bets. So, yeah, like I said, this is Landlocks, the Cyclone Fanatic podcast. I have my Cody Road poured. I was always joined by Jake Voss, Sean Chantes Festerman. Before we get into the funness that is this week's bets and our cash crops and whatnot, it's time to discuss the very not great week that we had last week. Jake, go through our not great picks. Yeah, I've got a little uh, mood music to go with our picks, seeing how they've been going. So, mine are especially bad, but none of us did very well. Ted, Michigan minus 17, Clemson minus 7, Tulsa 21.5, Arkansas plus 2, Duke KU under 65 is a 2, 2, and a 1. Ted gets a push from Arkansas, who needed to be playing this at the game when their field goal kicker... It hit the top of the uprights. It doesn't even count. Missed game-winning field goal. Tez had Texas Tech plus 7, Cincy minus 17, OU minus 12.5, and Hawaii plus 5, going 2-2. and Hawaii is going to be a problem. Hawaii is really bad, folks. Unless they're playing for me, because the Rainbow Warriors (laughs) show up when I pick them, because they respect me. (laughs) And for me, I had another abysmal week. I don't know how to pick my cash crop bets because the rest of my bets made up for going one and three, having Duke KU over 66 and a half, UNC minus one and a half, Iowa Rutgers under 34, and Minnesota carrying the water for me with my one win at minus two and a half. <laughs> Just what that beautiful music tell you how that's been going uh, and then our, fe- our fearless leader went one and one so he even had a down week so the music kind of fits his as well with yeah. tcu minus one and a half unc my or tcu minus one unc minus one and a half williams is holding the water we should have mom on these podcasts but then he'd probably listen to it and fire us so maybe we should just like <laughs> let him let him stay over there on the iowa everything feed to stay away from the shenanigans yeah we're back i'm excited so this week is kind of a weird week. Let me get the DraftKings up. Um, so we have we have an island game, and why this might not? I guess it actually does hit landlocks because BYU is going to be a future Big Twelve partner. But we always bet island games, and why is that, Jake? Why do we bet island games? Or I can hit the right one, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> you know, for me, the action is the juice. I'm in. Yeah, so we'll save that or soundbite for later. <laughs> we're, we're we're a professional podcast. We are we uh we definitely uh 
bring down the quality of the other cyclone fanatic podcast. <laughs> see what you see what you do when we go from no sound drops to like yeah, six of them, Ted. This I gave is... you, I gave you too much work. I gave I got I got we, we tried going too fast. We're like Tom Cruise in Maverick when he's on that walk before we run. Correct. So, Island game Friday night it is BYU hosting Utah State. It is sponsored to you by the Super Soaker Super Soaker Super Soaker Five Hundred Squirt Gun. So, let's get soaked in Provo. BYU is a twenty-five point favorite. Over under sixty. Utah State is trash. They have not covered a spread the entire year. Yeah, and not, BYU is one that I like a lot. I do too. BYU is a twenty-five point favorite. It's a lot of points, but I think I think they cover this easily. Give me, uh, give me BYU. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm taking BYU uh, at home, and like you said, Utah State is just awful. I think BYU could just basically roll the ball out, not care that much, and run them over. Yeah, it's in theory, which anymore I I hate to speak on, but uh, <laughs> they should be able to, yeah to go out there and just roll over them, and it shouldn't be a ton of competition. The Utah State's been mostly getting whooped all year. Um, should be just a tune-up game, more or less, for BYU to fix any problems they have, and yeah, close to it. 31 to 3 win at worst. <laughs> yeah, because they play Oregon last week. Or was it was a two weeks removed from Oregon. And mine's just a bad host. I don't know who BYU played last week. But yeah, just. They played Wyoming. Uh, yeah. Also, not completely against the under here. Yeah, I was looking at that too. I mean, over under 60. And I mean, do you think Utah State's gonna score any points? Because what do they? What do you think they're gonna have to score to hit, make that go over? I mean, forty to forty-two to twenty-one gets you there, right? You think they're gonna score? I mean, you think they're gonna? No, score no, I'm just, you're asking me how they get there. No, that's what I I'm don't. saying. Like, I don't think they're gonna score twenty points. So. So, I think they'd be. I think the under would be. If I was going to bet a total there, I would definitely be on the under, which is what everybody's doing apparently. Well, I mean, you don't. Have to, you don't have to twist my arm to bet an under. I mean, just super easy. Make it done. Make it. Make it. Make it work. So, all right. So moving on to our other future Big Twelve brethren. Tulane is going to Houston. Houston's a two and a half point favorite. Over under is fifty four and fifty four and a half. Also on Friday night, not really an island game because there's four games on Friday night, so it's quite a few to pick from. I don't have a feel on this, except that with a hurricane going on in Florida right now, like maybe just take the the waves. Mm. Yeah, I was look. I was looking at that. I I think if I was gonna bet that game, I I would lean to laying plus two and a half is what I saw it at, and I I would. I don't know. I would maybe get a little spicy and and just take the money line. I don't know how much I actually like that, but there's better games than that that I like that you're yeah. better off betting on. I mean, for example, UTSA Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee just boat raced Miami last week. I understand it's the home game Middle Tennessee, but like this screams let down let down spot. Give me the Roadrunners minus four, and I know this isn't really a landlocked game, but like it's a Friday night game. 
So we're going to talk about it since it's there. So yeah, I think it's a big, de- big time letdown game too. I think uh, I'm pretty sure if you look back at all the Sun Belt teams the week after their upset games, the next week they went out and like either lost or at least didn't cover. So I think it'd be a pretty good spot to. I like UTSA even though they uh, they didn't cover for me the last time I bet them, but yeah. So all right, let's move on. We're an Iowa State podcast, so we can come back to the Friday night games because um, we're going to discuss it in the wild card section. So I really do like that Boise San Diego State under. It might be my sicko bet of the week. Um, Iowa State is currently a three point favorite down Lawrence. Uh, let me find the over under. I believe it's in the forties or not. Fifty eight and a half. Wow. Okay. Way off. Samsonite. Fifty eight and a half to cover. Iowa State minus three. If you've been following me on Twitter all week at Kansas. I think Iowa State rolls them. Like, I understand Kansas is the Cinderella story, et cetera, et cetera. They should be ranked. Everyone's rallying around them. Memorial Stadium's going to be sold out. I can't find the stat that Gookin put in our group chat, but basically he said that Kansas is, is like the equivalent of the Illinois defense or something, Jake. Remember what that was? He, he definitely uh, – uh, I don't – I don't remember any of the specifics. Um, I just know basically the, the synopsis of what Kansas is doing and their success that they're having is their offense is competent and pretty good. It's it's efficient. Uh, their quarterback is looking, uh, I mean, like one of the top quarterbacks in the league at this point. But their, Everyone defense, loves this kid. their defense is still what it's been, and it's pretty, like, pretty abysmal. So, um, yeah, I think I, I – I don't know if I will say that they roll – it's going to be basically sold out, if not sold out. Um, but I bet it, if I was just going to look at this game and bet it, I would be taking Iowa State minus three. Yeah, it's, I don't. I don't know about roll, but I think yeah, Iowa State should definitely win. I will probably play an alternate line and even get a couple more points. I think Iowa State's at least a touchdown win here. Uh, so if I can definitely get a little better odds for that and a little extra money on hopefully a winning bet, uh, I think I think that's going to be my play. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Narber in the group chat. Sorry, Austin. He is saying that they're, uh, they beat a uh, FCS team, the number 1685 and 89th ranked defense. So... Yeah, their off. Yeah, their offense has looked good, uh, and and the some of the analytics do like it, even for opponent adjusted. But yeah, you do have to take a little bit of um, I don't know. You have to evaluate it a little bit how good their offenses look, considering who they've played. And they also, I don't believe they've played anybody that's really been able to take a big advantage of their defense still being poor. And if you like comparing. Iowa State to Alabama, like our boy Alex Gukin does. <laughs> Iowa State is 16 and 6 against the spread after a loss since 17. So just take the clones and don't think about it. We're an Iowa State podcast. If you're betting against the clones, if you're emotionally hedging, I, I understand people love to emotionally hedge. Some of my good friends like to emotionally hedge. If you bet on the Jayhawks, you just come talk to me. Just come talk to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be there, and I'll probably end up at some point with some money on Kansas Moneyline. You would. You would. I almost always do. All right. 
All right, let's move to Big Noon Saturday. Michigan coming to Iowa City. They are 11-point favorite. Over-under is 42.5. Give me Iowa plus 11. Just give it to me. Give me yeah, I, I find it interesting that that line's continued to kind of go up. Um, I, 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 yeah, I, if you're going to tell me that Iowa, that defense at Kinnick, it's not a night game, but it's rowdy or going to be rowdy. You're going to tell me I, they're getting over 10 points. I'll take it. Um, I I don't think uh, I don't love the under, but I also could. I think I'm on the over. Going way under on the over, actually. Well, if you you, you, you think it's going to go over, and I was going to seven seven of Michigan's last eight road games have gone over the total. So, yeah, yeah, but they haven't played the one of the best defenses in the country, and they've got one that's pretty close behind it. So, how do we get there with forty two and a half points? Uh, 27-17? Seems easy enough, right? Uh, sure. <laughs> you know, you, you got to bake in an Iowa defensive score, all right? Because it's going to happen. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna you're probably going to need a – I mean, at this rate against Michigan, you're going to need a defensive score and a special team score or something. I don't think their offense can – fall into a touchdown against Michigan's defense. Uh, Michigan I don't know if, four the last four times at Kinnick. And I don't know if Michigan's going to be able to put up that many. I mean, maybe they will. Maybe somebody will finally come out and put up points against Iowa, but I don't see them doing it. Now you're, not, making not me que- you're making me question everything, Jake. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And that betting Iowa over just sounds dirty. So now I'm just going to bet Iowa yeah. plus 11. Yep. I'd, I'm the contrarian. I, I think Michigan will roll them. I know all the numbers and stats and trends and everything say top 10 teams coming into Kinnick since, what is it, like 2004 or something? Or one only five. like three of them have even won. Yeah, one and let alone cover spreads. But uh, my favorite trend is that uh, less than a year ago, Michigan beat them by 39. So that I'll take oh, I that. remember that game. <laughs> Lost quite a bit of money on that under because Michigan scored of like three minutes left when they didn't need to. All right, staying in the Big Ten because apparently all the Big Ten games are eleven o'clock kickoffs. Purdue is at Minnesota. Minnesota is a twelve point favorite. Over under is fifty two. Minnesota has just been murdering people. I think I'm going to take the over over fifty two if I'm in on this game. Interesting. I think I'm going to find a trend. There's a trend somewhere. You guys talk I about I think, it. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll say as of right now, 65% of the bets, but 91% of the money are on the under 51 and a half there. I will be betting, I'll be betting Minnesota and giving the points. Uh, at this point, I'm going to make it, make them prove me wrong or at least prove the, prove Vegas wrong. Yeah, I think that's just, really good. Yeah, kind of almost. And not nec- not in principle bet territory, but I completely agree with you. There is, they've just been making fools out of game lines so far. So they they seem to be really good at not only winning games but winning games by more points than they're supposed to. So okay, they they legitimately have even. I mean, other than the first game against New Mexico State, which they only covered by two. I mean, you're, you're talking covering by almost double digits over the Vegas line in the rest of them. So. 
That being said, Purdue <laughs> is 19 and 7 against the spread as a road underdog since 2014. And they're 10 and 4 against the spread against AP ranked teams under Jeff Brome. Best check, best cover percentage in the Big Ten. Yeah, they've also been good. <laughs> Does that help? Does being a competent football team help cover the spread? <laughs> I mean, I would say so. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. I mean, it's, well, you're I talking believe. close, closer games, conference games, but. All right. We got a sicko under of the week candidate coming up next. Illinois visits Wisconsin. Illinois is a seven point underdog. Over under 43 and a half. Don't want to touch this game. Blind bet no. the under. Don't don't watch. It'll it'll make your eyes bleed. I think if I in looking at this game, I th- I think I agree with you. It's going to be gross, low scoring, and because of that, I would probably bet Illinois plus seven. Uh, if you're talking about a yeah, I don't know a, a game that ne- neither team gets to the twenties probably, or maybe one team does and that's the winning team. Um, yeah, I would I would I would probably be on Illinois plus seven. Yeah, I uh, Wisconsin just worries me. The last time I bet on their game, I didn't think they could beat a team by thirty-eight, and they beat them by sixty. So you also uh, lost by sixty last week against Ohio State. That take. is that is <laughs> a, a good point as well. So yeah, I don't think I want anything to do with that game. I haven't watched either one of those teams a second yet this year, so I <laughs> oh, need to get myself. No, home, we watched that Illinois game. Who did they play the first week of the season? They played something that we all watched, and they blew the under. Tulsa? Wyoming? <laughs> no, Wyoming. Why are you so terrible, Wyoming? 38-6. Anyway, man, so, Tez, I got bad news, brother. You're all excited about this Florida Atlantic game being our flyover. It is no longer the highest over over the week. Oh, no. It would have been so disgusting to do, though. I know. I guess it's our show. We can decide. But Oklahoma and TCU, the over-under is now 68.5. Oklahoma going to TCU is a a 6.5-point favorite. So Florida Atlantic is still a 68 on the over-under. So we can can decide this. We have some time. Well, not really. We got to get this to Jacqueline. (laughs) But <laughs> give me, give me Oklahoma. Let's go. And I think the over. I yeah I, oof. I can't trust Oklahoma yet. I'm still not positive what they're made of. Um, and I don't know. We may never figure that out this year from that team anyway. But I don't hate that. It was six and a half. I would. I'm okay with six and a half. I would play that. Take Oklahoma. And... That's that's what my that's what my first instinct is. But man, um, you look at their first three games, who they beat. I mean, Nebraska is Nebraska at this point. I know they beat the crap out of them, but like they're what? favored this week. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it. And then they, and then Oklahoma follows up the, with that loss to K State. I mean, I guess if you're, if you're gonna kind of try and logic your way into taking Oklahoma, you say they've, they got smacked last week by K State, and they come out pissed off and, um, put away a TCU team that they should be able to beat by more than six and a half points. That's the way that I would probably lean with that, but I don't know that I'll bet it. 
That's why you just take the over. You want to know why you take the over? I don't. <laughs> the sure, over. Go, go for <laughs> it. But none of the OU defensive scoring stats matter because they didn't have Brent Venables as their coach. That's fine. That's fine. Since 2012, the over <laughs> is 15-3 and three in Oklahoma games following a straight-up loss. When Oklahoma was putting up 60 points a game and not playing defense. And they didn't play defense last week, too, over it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know what the hell last week was, man. I didn't see that coming. So. You know what it was? It was an overhit in an Oklahoma game. Anyways. <laughs> Can Ema. Speaking of Ema, Texas Tech is heading in the Bill Snyder Family Stadium as an eight-point underdog. Over-under is 57. Under. Under. Let's go. Yeah, yeah I think I'd, I'd be with you there. I think that's probably what I would be most confident in for that game. Um, you get to play the game of who's going to have the bigger emotional hangover if you believe in those things. And that could just make the whole thing gross as it is. So, Also, you probably should take K-State because they cover at a crazy pace with Climate uh, as their coach. Yeah, over like eight and a half, I don't like. If it was seven and a half even, definitely seven. If you're down around at that touchdown, I'd like it. Eight and a half, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I guess maybe you could you could say they're at home, so they're going to be more uh, immune to that big game letdown the next week. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I love anything in that I, the under is pro I mean, I think that's what everybody's betting at this point, but I think I mean, you can tell us what's the, what's the money looking like on the under uh, 79% of the bets, 90% of the money. So there's more money coming in, but you're not really splitting. You're still getting majority of the bets. So a lot of the bets. So. All right. Yeah. So K state minus eight and the under my parlay that my parlay that, even though I've been trying to do more baseball bets, get ready for a contest I'm entering, and they have not been going great. Probably because I'm parlaying them all. <laughs> Anyways. Baseball's so hard to bet when you don't do that. Well, you know, I don't make good decisions, obviously. All right. We are a podcast that supports the troops. And that being said, the next game is a service academy, Navy versus Air Force, over on his 37 and a half. Air Force is a 14 point favorite. Hit the music, Jake. All right. I don't know if you're new to this podcast or new to gambling or new to just in general betting unders. But what you want to do when service academies play each other is bet the under. Because service academy unders are since 2005 41 9 and 1 there is no number that is oh too God. low to bet a search count. like a perfect example is this game last year i think it was army navy that is the is the you hit that one like five times is that the one no that one oh. that one last year i have hit one of these like five times the year I hit five times was when they won like seven to three mm. but uh last year's one where they air force navy no navy army scored 28 points in that first 14 minutes and the over under of 35 still hit. So they just stopped. They just stopped scoring. So 
this is not going to be my sicko of the week because I need some wins in the cash crop. So this will be a cash crop bet. I already got two units on it. Three, seven and a half. I honestly kind of want Navy too as a 14-point underdog. Before you, you talk to- about that too much, boy, I need to go bet this right now. Ted, you should too. Anybody listening to this, just go bet it. I mean, you're talking 47% of the bets and eight, but 82% of the money are on the under right now. I mean, there are, pe- there are people doing exactly what you did, Ted, like as soon as it came out, just dumping. I bet it on units. Monday because I thought for sure it was going to go down and it hasn't moved. So, like, and they, both these teams run the ball, even though I think uh, Air Force has been, front, has been throwing the ball a bit more this year. The clock's going to be bleeding. This game's going to be over by 2.15 in the afternoon. So, just just do it. Like, I'm not saying how much you need to bet. Whatever you feel comfortable betting, just bet <laughs> bet on Air Force Navy under That's 37 why you create a, a unit system, and then you can just put multiple units on it. I might hit more on it. it. There's a good chance more is going to come down on it. We'll see. So, so yeah. America. F, yeah. Bleep, yeah. Sir Scabby Unders. All right, let's move on. Unless Sean, we didn't let you talk. You got anything on this uh, Sir Scabby game? Uh, no, I I'm with you. Sorry, I was trying to get on there and hammer it real quick, but DraftKings has currently locked the over under on it, so that's oh. interesting. Um, now you need to refresh. Uh, but yeah, it is. I know. I think a couple weeks ago, I'm not sure how many it was. I think Air Force beat some bad team i believe they completed one pass in the game so yeah they're just gonna they're gonna run at each other it's gonna go quick that was last week they beat nevada 48 they put up 48 points and they threw the ball one time for like a 70 yard (laughs) touchdown pass it's ridiculous so yeah there's gonna be plenty of rushing attempts plenty of rushing yards which obviously all of that keeps that clock moving and yeah and i don't hate if you're gonna play under 38 on a game but yeah taking a 14 point dog to cover is not a bad piece to go with it you know you could also if you really want to get crazy you could tease up this game and say iowa michigan do a parlay between them but go up tease the up the over four or five points up so and i wouldn't i wouldn't be against that either i mean tez doesn't like it but you could tease the number on those two yeah, I mean, if you're t- you're talking, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking like you get you get Navy at like plus twenty and Iowa plus seventeen. Six point teaser on there. Probably have to find something else to throw with it to make it worthwhile. But yeah. All right, so I'm going to talk about this game because I'm in charge and I'm the host. Alabama is going to Arkansas as a seventeen point favorite over under sixty. I think I'm on the Hogs. Alabama has AM next week, which we all know how that went last year. And then Tennessee the week after. And they have been destroying Arkansas lately. So and I know Alabama first half are principal bets for a lot of us here. Yeah, at ten points though against that team, I I don't know if I love that this week. I'll I'm probably gonna bet it. But man. Yeah, the flat ten is not wildly encouraging, but yeah. And I, I hate, I hate it's, it's such a cop out to say like either Bama wins going away or it's a it's a rock fight because that's such a crap thing to say. But I feel like Bama wins this by 30 or it's a seven point game, which 
helps nobody when I say stuff like that. So I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I just looking at it. I, I mean, there's there's a pretty big disparity on the under betting. Thirty nine percent of the bets, seventy four seventy four percent of the money. Uh, that would that that would probably uh, incline me to also have Arkansas plus seventeen and a half. If you if you think that game's going to stay under, that means you think they're probably uh, it's probably decently competitive and maybe Bama wins by a couple touchdowns, but doesn't cover. All right. Let's move on to the only game worth watching at 2.30. There's nothing else going on at 2.30. No other games. So why don't you settle down, get yourself a nice beverage, watch Northwestern, go in the Happy Valley as a 25-point favorite, over-under is 52. Underdog. <laughs> just just trust North, Northwestern. Nor, no, no, no. Northwestern is a 25.5-point underdog. Okay. They're not, they're not a favorite going to ha- okay. points going to Happy Valley. <laughs> I... This is another game I don't. I, I the trends are sh- crap. Wow. Okay. Like Northwestern is bad, but I don't know if I trust Penn State to beat them by twenty six points. And maybe that's just maybe I should feel better about Penn State at this point, but I don't. Yeah, I. Northwestern is is real bad, but at the same time, I, yeah, I just don't have a lot of faith that's a lot of points to just to just kind of throw out there so you want to like just see these trends because they are just straight up like oscar the grouch all right northwestern oh and five against the spread on the road since last season northwestern oh and five against the spread last five games after a loss penn state is four and eight against the spread by favorite 20 or more and they're also four or seven against the spread as a home favorite since 2019. So, yeah, good luck figuring that out. Don't. I don't want to. I don't like it. <laughs> and the the over-under, like, there's no disparity in the betting on those as of right now, so there's not even a good lean that way. Okay. All right. We got a Big 12 championship green match down in Waco. Those... Baylor Bears, in which I can't say anything about because I don't want to get in trouble, are two-point favorites against Okie State. Over-under is 57. Give me Baylor. I heard a stat today about why I'm picking Baylor, and I'll let you guys go first, but just give me Baylor. Um, yeah, I think I, I will be on Baylor uh, that low uh, under a field goal. Uh, I think we saw uh, Shapin. I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna think that he comes out and looks – at least pretty close to as good as he did last week against Iowa State. Uh, we finally saw him look like the quarterback that basically won them the Big 12 championship game last year. Uh, if he continues to look like that, they're they're going to beat a lot of teams and probably be back in the championship game. Um, that's what, That team that we saw Saturday is the team that most people thought that they were going to be. And that's why a lot of the people close to him, uh, the league and pay, that paid attention, picked him to, to repeat or at least go back. So. So since the start of last season, Spencer Sanders, Oklahoma State's quarterback has 12 interceptions. Okay. Tez, I'm going to put you on the spot here. How many of those came against Baylor? 
Oh boy. He said he has two, 12 they, since the start of last season. So they played Baylor twice in that span. It's I'll say six. Jake, you gotta you gotta guess. Out of twelve and they've played twice. Yep. I I the look on your face makes me I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> bump bump Tez and go seven. It is seven. Wow, he prices righted you. Wow. I mean, if if I couldn't, well, if I I could have heard in your voice and the fact that you're giving the stat, but yeah, that's wild. Yeah, but also like if you believe in trends, which I know everyone here in this podcast, especially Jake, loves trends. They basically say, <laughs> basically Oklahoma State's amazing against the spread in all fat in all aspects, and so is Baylor the last two years. So. Yeah, I mean, if you, I think, you think if you think Okie State's covering, I, I mean, just money line it. But I don't, I don't think that highly of them at this point. I think Baylor pretty easily covers that. But I did not realize till today that Okie State, sorry, Oklahoma State. I don't want to upset any Oklahoma fans that are listening to it, Oklahoma State fans. Is seventeen and two the last nineteen games. That's like the, a really quiet, amazing record. That's what Gundy's done though. He's yeah, well, always like yeah. eight, nine wins, ten wins. Well, maybe if I watched that O on network, I would understand. I would hear about it more often, or whatever he likes. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. All right, what else we got? Oh my, oh my. Oh wait, we're, we're, that one's not yet. That 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 turd burger of a game's not up yet. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're heading. To Annapolis. Is, is Maryland playing Annapolis? Am I right? Is that where they play? No. Maryland? College Park. College I don't know. Not College Park. That doesn't that sound like a made up name. Anyway, Michigan State's heading to wherever Maryland plays College at. College Park, Maryland. <laughs> I hate you. Anyways, with all love, with all due respect, <laughs> gotta say that part because then it makes me sound mean. So I gotta add that of all due respect part. Michigan State has to. College Park, Maryland, as an eight and a half point underdog. Wow, they're an underdog to Maryland. They must be bad. Over under sixty. Also two thirty o'clock on Saturday. Sixty. Maryland can score. I don't think Michigan State can. Yeah, that's. Give me that under. I. I don't I see like... this game getting to sixty unless unless it is unless Michigan <sighs> State does end up being like. Yes, Michigan In fact, State. Bad, they put up but. 28 again at Washington. I mean, they 52 nothing Akron, so that but that doesn't mean anything. They 35 th- 13 Western Michigan. So the trends back you up. Michigan State and Maryland have combined to go six and two on the under this season. So blind bet the under. Yeah, I actually I like that quite a bit. Maybe a cash crop. Maybe maybe. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a list of all the bets that, on Thursday that I know I'm gonna bet or have bet, and I'm gonna like just randomly pick, pull them out because obviously whatever I'm doing is not working. Jake even, is what even we though call my be, even though my betting is going pretty pretty okay. Jake is what we call on tilt for the cash crops. Yeah, I'm definitely tilted. You should bet Hawaii. Um, <laughs> do not bet Hawaii. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not bet Hawaii. All right, so let's talk about this next game. I already called it Order Up, Turd Burger. Rutgers is a 40-point underdog going to Ohio State. 
40. It's a 40 burger. Over-under is 59. Real tempted to pull the too many damn points here. That is a lot of points. I don't know if I like uh, the full game, but I think I'm going to look at that first half, minus 26 and a half for Ohio State. Um, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I... 40, 40, and a half, 40 and a half is a lot of points, but I think Bama Ohio State, it. Ohio, I mean, teams cover it, obviously. we've. I think both of us have been on each yeah, side we, of large, large spreads like that getting covered or not covered. So I just brought that up because we, we all kind of talk about Vandy being a 41-point underdog versus Bama last week. <laughs> and without checking, I'm pretty sure Bama covered that. So I don't know. Rutgers are 7-1 against the spread. Since 2020, best best cover percentage as an underdog as a road, and all eight games away from Rutgers have gone under since that time too. So, parlay plus 40 in the under. In in theory, <laughs> sure. <It's, laughs> you, you sound you got, so hesitant. You, you get me like two or three whiskeys. You can talk me into it. But other than that, no, I, I don't know. I just don't think I want anything to do with that. How That's many just... fingers of Cody Rhodes does it take? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think uh, looking at that, I, I like Ohio State first half, but I don't know. I mean, who knows? Like, they could be up by 55 in the third quarter and, and end up not covering somehow. I don't know. Like, that's just so that that is a lot of points, but Ohio State is. I mean, we saw them just just do that to Wisconsin too. But I don't know if they're going to care to do that to to that Rutgers team. So poor Rutgers, who couldn't hold on to the ball and cost us all glorious under last week. <laughs> like maybe for Iowa games, we just like petition somebody who's in charge to make it so. Defensive scores don't count towards the over/under. Count like, for count for half points like, against the total. Yeah, like like fantasy football, where like your your defense <laughs> scores it doesn't count towards the total. Like I feel like that's a like I feel like Joe Biden can help us out there. Like I mean, just yeah, we can petition the president for <laughs> you know change the gambling laws. <laughs> you know, what else he got? Nothing, nothing else on his table. Not like there's a hurricane or anything going on. So. <laughs> All right. What else we got here in our Big 12, Big 10? Is that it? Are we done? There's no night games? Oh, wow, I don't think I found, so. I found one. All right. Cincinnati at Tulsa. We all love Tulsa. They covered last week against Mississippi State. Is it Mississippi, Mississippi State or Ole Miss? I don't know. One of those, must, one of those teams. It was. was there, whichever one Kiffin coaches. They're a, they are a nine-and-a-half point underdog at home. 58-and-a-half is a total – I think there's a trend here on this under, but I kind of want to take them again. Give them the points. Man, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I like anything on this game, to be honest. I, I wrote the game down, obviously, because of Cincinnati and just, like, wrote minus nine and a half, question mark. Like, I... All, all the money or all the bets and money, like they're pretty even, but they're all on Tulsa at this point. But I don't think the line has really moved. So that means that they they probably like that number. Um, yeah, I, I would probably lean 
Cincinnati being able to win by 10 points, but I don't, I wouldn't love it. Yeah, I can't find that trend that I was looking for. All right. No, I found the game we were, we were waiting to talk about. Indiana, Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska's a four and a half point favorite over under 60. Oh, yikes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was going to let someone else say something because I don't – this game is just – That's another one that – that game gets – you think that game gets to 60? We need a puking. We need a puking sound bite. That, right, make a note. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, people, that's awful. Really, it's, just driving the road. People should hear, like, regurgitation, like, in their, like, car. Sorry. Sorry, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> What's even more gross is that according to the University of Nebraska, ninety-five thousand people are going to pay to be there. And I mean, they might see a victory, so I mean, they're probably going to go. <laughs> well, yeah, it's very real possibility. I, man, how does that get nighttime status? I don't know. I, Nebraska I can't in not good conscience. Yet. Yeah, Big I can't bet on. Nebraska. And also, I, I found. Go ahead. I no. I was just. That's that's horrible. You should. There should be like laws and rules against betting on Nebraska, especially as favorites. It's just. It's a felony. <laughs> that's that's something you can only do in the like Arkansas and Missouri those those states. Anyways. Um, come back to Cincinnati, Tulsa. The underdog has covered in six straight games. So, golden flashes, you know, if you're feeling frisky. All right. West Virginia visits Texas. Texas, which lost to Texas Tech last week. I do remember that. They're nine and a half point favorites. And at 62 is the over under. I, give me, Give me Texas. Bounce Texas. back. They're going to be pissed. They are pissed. They're going to Sark's going to go just beat the ever living crap out of West Virginia. You tell me if Kansas can beat West Virginia, and I know how that game ended. Don't come at me. <laughs> <laughs> that Texas can't cover ten. Yeah, especially after last week. Yeah, it's it seems easy enough. Seems fairly like a no brainer, but. We, also, people really like the over, apparently, which I don't know if I feel that good. Because Texas is going to hang a fifty burger on them. <laughs> I suppose. I mean, that's that. If I was going to be, if I was going to bet that over, that's what I would be thinking: is Texas is putting fifty, put up forty-five, fifty points, and West Virginia will score a couple touchdowns. Oh my goodness! Oh my god! We got our island game. Did you guys know this? I did not. Did you know I, this? I noticed it after we had talked about it, and I opened the action app. So, well, hit that, hit that button. Oh boy. <laughs> well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. I'm in. Gosh darn right, I'm in. SMU, UCF, Sunday at noon. What else are you doing on Sunday at noon? Nothing else on TV. Remotely <laughs> interesting, gained millions of eyes. Just skip watching the Red Zone channel. Let's watch SMU, UCF go over 64 and a half. <laughs> Just neither one of these teams is going to want to play defense. UCF might be underwater. I don't know. 
I'm not sure. Pretty sure they're not. But, I mean, and they're a three-point favorite? This is a future Big 12. No, it's not. That's when you didn't make the cut. Not yet. Poor Mustangs. Womp womp. All right. Give me the over. Six, four and a half. You guys got any thoughts on this? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I, like, I like what you're saying. The numbers do not like what I was thinking either way on this game. <laughs> The SMU's getting a lot of money. I mean, they got 52% of the bets, but 98% of the money. That's still a decent bet percentage, so I don't know if I love that. However, on your total, we're at 40% of the bets, but 81% of the money on the under. If I saw that on Sunday morning at those numbers, I would automatically be betting the under, and I don't know if I would watch it or not. I, I have no idea. I didn't. <laughs> To look at disgust on Tez's face right now. He's like, just I, well, and I was trying to figure out, I guess they just moved it back a day. They didn't actually move the game because of the hurricane. <laughs> um, if it would have been moving the game, I would probably for sure hammer the under. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's We don't bet college football on some days. It's would mess up my entire week. <laughs> I just feel off. Week off. Yeah. <laughs> So while you yeah, just start a week over. off like that. <laughs> All right. So we got a few minutes. We always try to keep this under an hour. Let's, let's find some random games that I'm interested in. So I already talked about this early Friday night. There's four games. Boise State, San Diego State, over under 39. That is probably my sick go of the week, I'm pretty sure. Boise State, no offense to Tammy, our good friend. Tammy, yeah, don't listen. It's just been kind of poopy. Like just, they've been disappointing. That's for sure. Like you know, it's bad. And like this, I I, I rec, I, I like applaud the move. Like their quarterback transfers, and they're like, "What do you think? Should we got dust out those new helmets? These old retro helmets? <laughs> like maybe that'll like distract from the fact that we lost a seventeen point favorite last Friday. I don't even know who they lost oh. to. I don't remember who it was either. So, San Diego State's also not been great all year. Just give me the under. Under 39, don't watch. Just, I mean, you could watch it. I mean, I won't judge you, but under 39. You want to get a question my my judgment? No. Yeah, I don't. It's not like I can bring anything to the table to fight it because it has been. Boise's been rough, and it's. I don't see it magically getting right this week, so. Yeah. So, and then we actually have a Pac-12 after dark game that night. Washington, number fifteen in the country. Washington has covered every spread they've played this year. Yeah, that was one. Uh, if uh, before we were done, that I was going to bring up that I saw uh, the numbers. They don't. They don't support it. But we'll see what they look like later. Uh, I like. I like Washington there. What are they? Three. Three points. Something like three and a half point favorites. Over under sixty four and a half. I also like the over. No, wait, the under. The under in that game. Sorry. Yeah, I think under is probably where I would lead. I couldn't fault you for taking Washington either. That seems both of those seem like fairly well, fairly decent picks. Okay, I'm wrong. I'm an, I'm an idiot. Sh- Sean, we're bad. We're, we're bad. We're bad. Hosts. Oh. The over between these teams is six one and one in the season. So. Hmm. But all I mean what? Yeah. But all five yeah. road games for Washington. They've only played five road games this last season. Must be nice. 
Must be nice. <laughs> I've gone under, so I'm on the over, I think. Let's roll. It's in the Rose Bowl. You know, it's a Pac-12 game. The stands are going to be There will packed. be at least 300 people there, yeah. <sighs> you know, I can't imagine the atmosphere on that game. So, all right. Let's find the, the only top 10 match of the week that we have not talked about. And then probably going to end on it, I guess, unless Jake has something like that. But North Carolina State at Clemson. Clemson's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. You know what's fun? When you have Clemson in your cash crops at minus seven, and they have a two-point conversion, and only win by six. That's cute. That's cute. Over-under's 40-and-a-half. You know what? Give me the wolf pack out of spite. Out of spite. Yeah, I, I don't know if I feel good about either of those teams. I I would lean under, which probably would also lend me to uh, NC State covering that. I like it a lot better at seven, um, but I guess we'll, we'll, we'll see what it is later, uh, closer to the game, and see if anything moves. Yeah, I don't have much on that one. I'd... All you need to know is Clemson's a bunch of bums. <laughs> my my gut was yeah NC State um, and not that you know that's how I bet eighty five percent of the time anyway it's oh, just oh yeah that looks right so uh, uh I got bad news for you <laughs> Clemson is nine two against the spread against top ten teams with Debo as Debo as our coach nineteen seven and one against the spread. Against oh, all right, all right, I, I screwed this up. All right, they're nine two against spread against top ten ACC teams. Nineteen seven and one against spread in, in AP top ten teams. Wow, NC State is really bad against the spread. Four and twelve on the road. Zero oh, and three straight up. Two and one on the road. So, ew, I'm not the I'm not the bet on those bums, non covering bums. I yeah I yeah. Those tr- those trends are pretty good. I mean, I think it's interesting. You're talking about you talk about top ten ACC teams. I mean, outside of Clemson, I think we've seen a lot of Pitt. I mean, we've seen a lot of top top ten ACC teams that aren't actually that good. They just don't. They end up four and zero and end up in the top ten. And then Clemson says, "Yeah, I'm actually good," and smacks them around. I would be a little bit concerned about Clemson's offense still, though. Uh, they haven't figured that out yet. I don't know if it's quarterback or what, but they uh, they they need to do something if they're going to actually be a top ten team. I didn't watch the highlights, but we can call it the quarterback's fault. They didn't convert that two point conversion. <laughs> that I don't actually know. But don't even know his name. Sounds like a D- loser. DJ Uyunglele. Yeah, I'm not going to try to pronounce that. <laughs> I'm weird like, like that. I've tried. I try, like to try and figure out and remember the weird, the the unique names. Someone could put the gun in my head. Give me his name in written form. <laughs> Ted pronounced this. I'm like, just pull it. <laughs> pull the trigger. Ted, Ted, you have to pronounce this or guess where uh, Fordham is. <laughs> I'm gonna go off New York. Always go up New York. <laughs> All right. Um, is there any games we haven't touched on, Jake? I feel like are we gonna might. actually pick the flyover? Or we oh yes, we probably should. So which one do you want to do? We're in charge. Do you want to do the gross one, Florida Atlantic? I don't care. Nah, I, I'm good with Oklahoma TCU. 
That's one we'll be keeping an eye on. Easy. I have my pick already. Yeah. Can we discuss the flyover record, Jake? Do you have that up? Can we talk about Gus, discuss who's in first and who's been destroying people? I think you need to relax there, buddy. <laughs> oh, oh, was it? Is it not? Is it not you? It's not me. It but Tez has the same record as you at this point. <laughs> well, I got a better beard, so. <laughs> You both, That's are, false. you both are That's three, false. you both are three and one, and I'm one and three. So, which you and me have yet to pick I, was that, I didn't know I was was that well on them. Good for me. Well, well me and Jacob yet to pick the same team in that. So, so well, now I'm in a hole, and I can't. I just definitely can't now, right? Like I just got to keep going opposite. I mean, I got Oklahoma and the oh, over. Over. Sorry. Oh man, just over cut me 68 and a half. Hmm. It's in Fort Worth. Can't stop now. I'll go under 68 and a half. I think, I'm, I think I'm with Jake on this one. Oh, we think. Wow. Wow. I think I'm switching allegiances again. Uh. Well, I hope that works out terribly for you. And that's our flyover. Yeah. One of us will be alone at the top next week. So. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we had a children's birthday party during that game. So, <laughs> pretty excited, like, roll a strike and then cuss angrily. And my seven year old's friends are like, <laughs> Oh, and why is your dad so upset? He got a strike. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, yeah, give me the over. Let's go. Let's roll. So, anyways, come visit us at Wild Rose Casino tonight in Clinton. Let's have some fun. It's Bengals and Dolphins. It should be pretty good. I'm on the Bengals pretty heavily, I think. Yeah, I think that game's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited. And, of course, you know, the Super Soaker 500 game of the year, <laughs> Utah State versus BYU. I'm sure it'll be on TV. I'll be jumping so. up and down watching the Super Soaker. <laughs> Uh, oh man it's gonna be a lot of teamwork in that game (laughs) both those teams are just really all about helping (laughs) partners out you know you know sometimes you just gotta like help help a little movement it's all in the hips anyways (laughs) or not (laughs) all some landlocks Technically, you're right. There is no movements in the hips. <laughs> oh, no one's listening at this point, anyways. Uh, All right, boys. Until uh, next week, find us on the tailgate side. If you want to listen to us talk about matinee baseball movies, we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace out. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.